If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Forever. Dog. Hi, Dara. Hi, Bats. Thanks for being here tonight. I know you don't feel well. Well, you know, I love being here. So I got my <laughs> ass out of bed and I showed up. You really did. Because it's annoying when people say, I can't come, I'm sick. I'm sick or I'm tired. I know. I'm done with people who say, I'm tired. I told you, um, Chris at work one time when I first met him said, I hate when people say I'm tired. Everyone's tired. And I was like, oh. <gasps> I always say I'm tired. Like the human condition <laughs> is being tired. Right. It's not It's not right. I think you can tell your loved ones you're tired, but don't tell your coworkers you're tired. Don't tell coworkers. Yeah. Or like um, strangers. Don't tell strangers. Don't tell coworkers. <laughs> it's really weird if you tell a stranger. Yeah. But um, how's your week otherwise? Good. I was in Denver. Oh, I know. Thank you. <laughs> I, pre- I half pretended I didn't know. I was in the big D, as they call it there, okay. or as I call it here. Yeah. And um, wow, elevation got me like panting on, on my ass. Like, wow, could barely like De- Denver's not even in the mountains. Right. I was panting. <sighs> it's nice, though. You can blame everything on the elevation. Oh, wait. So would a hangover be worse? I feel like yeah, I've it heard was. that. I had like a martini. Oh, wait, right. Yeah. And it, that's why you were so felt like shit. No, not just that, Bats. No, no. Because <laughs> of the elevation. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like um, I was visiting like my one of my best friends who's pregnant. So she wasn't drinking. So I like thought I was going to like drink for two kind of. But mm-hmm. like I couldn't even get to that point. Like I oh, just shit. like I got like we were <laughs> at this age. We're in bed by 1030 mm-hmm. and like I'm going to bed before my pregnant friend. That's OK. Yeah. Elevation sickness does crazy things to you. But now I'm back and I climbed up my four story walk up mm. like a pro. Oh, now you're really you're in shape for New York. No, it was just that one time, though. Oh, okay. like I know I'll bounce back to it being the worst. Like every time I walk up those stairs, it's the worst experience of my life. And I yeah. just want it to be over. It's making me sick. You talking about it. <sighs> how we because I live in a third floor walk yours is easy breezy Mm -hmm. if you want if it's four stories or more every floor landing you have to do one of the harry potter books what do you mean you just name one of the harry potter books and it gets you through it that's really really insane otherwise there's like nothing to live for when you're climbing stairs my my each floor in my apartment building smells like a different food that's true and i love it too what's going on with you bats um nothing really but i did want to say this Mm -hmm. 
yesterday. Your eyes are closed. <laughs> Sometimes you can you can rest your eyes whenever you want. That's the thing people don't get. Like I'm talking, but my eyes are closed. Just a little rest. Um, <laughs> you can do that, but may you? <laughs> yesterday, I was in a rush. I got off the subway a stop early because I was so in a rush that I messed up my subway stops. Oh, that's crazy. You got off early. Yeah. So I had to run like 10 blocks and I had just put um, my leftover salad in my tote bag and I looked down and my cell phone was in emerged in salad dressing and ruined everything in my bag. And I had a hairbrush in there. Don't ask, but I did. (laughs) And that's ruined. I had a I just threw everything away except my wallet. I was really upset. Is that a new phone? No. Same. And then where I was going, I lost my phone immediately as I walked in. And they said, oh, I was like, did someone turn a phone in? And they said, yeah. And it had lettuce on it. Wait. (laughs) I was like, yeah. I didn't get to clean it off yet. Thanks. (laughs) What? I like, I don't, I've stopped understanding the phone's journey, but I think it's funny it had lettuce on it. Me too. I don't know how the phone got out of your hands. I couldn't believe he told me. I was like, yeah, I know, but... um, I don't even know who he is. I got a little lost on that story. (laughs) Me too. And then after that, so I just had a really bad day because my stuff got ruined. Threw it all in the trash, didn't try to wash anything out. But when you showed up, were you like, I'm so tired? Like, did you tell your coworkers that? I wasn't running to work, but yeah, where (laughs) I was running to, I told everyone. (laughs) And... And then when I was done, I got to go to the beauty store and buy new hairbrushes. I so it all for, w- waked out. <laughs> I always go for the cheapest. Yeah. Three. You're like dollars. the only person who goes like, like, I go to the beauty store for this. I go to like the bag <laughs> store for this. Really I go to the lady. hard. Yeah. You have like all of your little stores. Yeah, I know. It's because of Greenpoint. But speaking of little stores, I had one more update. Dara recently moved to my neighborhood temporarily. Thank you. There's this. There's many magical place places of business on Manhattan Avenue, Greenpoint. It's a lot of dollar stores, a lot of uh, doctors' offices. Nothing makes sense. It's all every very, sign has so many names of what it is. Like I, yeah, it's tax, all yeah. a lot of travel agencies. I mean, it's all they're all <laughs> covers. But anyways, there's this they're one all covers. There's this one place, and it's a tanning salon. That like has half gone out of business, but half now sells. They only do the tops of the tanning salon. <laughs> Your head. No, <laughs> now they sell used clothes out front, but there's also always a line of homeless people in front of the store before they open up. <laughs> Anyways, there's something on the rack that I want. Okay. <laughs> and I can't bring myself to go in. Okay. What is that? That, that I, I want to challenge myself to buy it. And that's what I wanted to tell you. It sounds I, like you can lift it without even like spending a dime. It's just I want to go in. I want to go in. But you take it off the rack outside and then bring it inside. In the tanning salon. You pass all the homeless people. Yeah. You pass the tanning salon yeah. and you ring up this item, which is? A pink dress. It looks like an ice skating dress. <laughs> None of this adds up. <laughs> Look, honey, I can't explain why I want it. Those stores will do some funky shit to your brain. Well, okay. I think it's time to read some people's duns. If you guys have duns that you want to submit, we love hearing from you. It's so fun. And we have a new song. Oh. That you're about <laughs> to hear. Uh, we won't hear it right now. Right. Okay. It'll play. It'll play. Um, yeah. So you can tag us on Twitter, Instagram, or just message us, whatever, and we'll read it out loud. Yeah. We love hearing what you guys are done with. It's always shocking. 
Other people's dance up mine, not yours. Other people's dance up mine, not yours. Knock knock. Who's there? <laughs> not me. Knock knock. Who's there? Not me. Other people's dance up mine. Ted is done with the phrase, which begs the question. That is my like entire college thesis, <laughs> which is like 83 pages, but it's only which begs the question. And then like really huge funny. quotes from like the book. It's really funny. I like quoted the entire book and then said, which begs the question. Okay, Lauren is done with tissues that feel like sandpaper it's 20 oh it's 20 i can't read right now it's 2018 yeah i'm done with that too but i sometimes like it um jamie's done with adults with stuffed animals i agree yeah it's we gotta talk about that Lori is done with people telling their babies on insta that they love them more than they know the baby knows whoa yeah does it um wilmer's done with gloves i hate them he says Hmm. I love them. Um, ooh, ooh, ooh. I, still why? I don't know who this is. Bathroom shoots. JK in one right now. What is that? Maybe like taking pictures in the bathroom. Oh, like the Matt Ball, Kim Kardashian thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But why are they in one right now? Oh, maybe they're in like, maybe it's the potpourri. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, poopery. Poopery. Um, Kate. Uh, Kim is done with, in quotes, Katie girl from This Is Us, which brings me to my conclusion that I'm done with This Is Us. Oh, never even was in. I was in by a fluke because my mom was in, which was tough. Is Katie girl the lead lady? And do they call her Katie girl? I don't know. But I know that is something that would only exist on This Is Us. Yeah. If your dad's that hot, he's not your dad. I mean, it's if it's physically not possible. No. Okay. No. Okay. You have more? That's it. Oh, and Michael Pearlstein. Oops, first names only. Michael is done with people who don't use their turn signals, which a lot of people are done with. Oh, yeah. Well, that's that could co- that's life or death. Yeah, that's life or death. So, okay. I think it's time to introduce our guest. Me too. Um, we're really excited to have this person here. She has a big spread and a new cookbook that isn't your normal cookbook it's, it's called yeah. bong appetite mm-hmm. she specializes in, what she specializes in cannabis cooking and you took a cooking class with her no i i got to eat some of the food that she made it was <laughs> there is on, on the ground. Ground. it was a dinner party it was a dinner party it was amazing you guys maybe you know her but now you definitely will Please give it up for Melissa <laughs> D'Elia. Hello, ladies. Hi, Hi Melissa. Melissa. How you doing? We're like both like just honored to be in your presence. I'm just like honored to be in your presence. Oh, and you're also a personal chef. We have to tell everyone. I that. am. I am a personal chef. Like you, can we say like you do like weed cooking? I do weed cooking. Um, in personal chefing? I It's normally separate. Uh-huh. Um, I started off as a per- uh, personal chef to professional athletes, which I still am. So when you, this is just a total side question. When you cook for celebs or uh, like when you're a personal chef for um, athletes, do you have to sign an NDA about anything Almost you always. Yeah. Like, are they like, LeBron doesn't want people to know he doesn't like Brussels sprouts. No, it's not like that. It's like a blanket, like don't take, pictures. don't take pictures in their house. Don't text pictures from their house mm-hmm. that's, um, that's like don't ever talk about 
anything you ever hear when you're in their house. Yeah. Don't ever tell people how you get in and out of their house. Um, don't tell people what their cars look like or what their license plates are. Holy I mean, there's moly. like what, and I understand. Like, how would how would people know? Say they got a new car. The only way that they would know is if someone that worked at the car dealership told them, or like even when they buy new cars or whatever those guys that they're buying the car from sign NDAs. Oh, so our only they're source is like the paparazzi. Throwing NDAs left and right. Really to everyone. When you work when you work in someone's house, they always give like large homes that have staff within the home always. Um it's run like a a corporation. So like that's how wow. they give out their paychecks and all that. In stuff. an episode of Kardashians, one of the the, uh, Kylie hired someone and she took a selfie and it was a huge right thing. because like or no she tried to take a picture like an idiot of Kylie do you remember like, do you remember when you said something about like how you uh, on this pod how you love Instagram because you love to see people's houses yes. and their weird little background messes I can't believe that's it exactly, I love that well that's exactly what they're trying to be like no <laughs> Wait, I was, that's so weird you said that because I was going to ask you, was anybody really messy in like a crazy way? Uh, no, because like someone have... does it. Yeah. No, not in a crazy way. Mm, no. no hoarders. No. But you also can't say. So they might all be hoarders. Um, No, none of oh. them are hoarders. Oh. She's nodding. This is like yes. guess who. We <laughs> no. have a guess who board in front of us. <laughs> I wonder if celebrities could be hoarders because they have so many people who work for them. Once they stop getting work, they become hoarders. All I, of them. I agree. All of the older celebrities are hoarders. Yeah. Once a woman every turns single 40, one yeah. who's ever been a celebrity. Yeah. Yes. I mean, if Agreed. you're not, because you have all your things, you're oh, like, and you're here, right. this is the award, and this is the dress I wore when, <laughs> you know, John Travolta kissed me, and you know, you just save everything. It's and if you true. don't, you're not. <laughs> I don't trust well, you. Well, I think if you give all that away, you're also psychotic. Yeah. So and you immediately regress back into the, what, what is that? Like that <laughs> continental, <laughs> what is that accent called? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, what is Something conti yeah. continental? Yeah. Accent. Like Amy Jo, like, it's like yeah. how Amy Jo is. Like, hey, is. guy. Yeah. No, that's not it. Hey, lady. It's like that. You're the man it's version. Like you are the man version. <laughs> My woman is dating your man. The lady version is like Joan Col um, Crawford. Crawford. I don't know how to do the lady version. I don't version. know how you. I can't do yeah, it. Yeah, and I'm that, like, I don't know how you know it, honey. <laughs> you're like the, you're like swing dancing. Okay, all right. Now that we know all the secrets inside of every celebrity's home, wait, can we know a couple? Can you name drop a couple of people or no? No. Okay, can I say one person? Well, because I don't know any athletes, so no. I'm not going to say Michael any. Jordan. No, oh, that's all I got. And no, you can't. I knew it. Is it Scottie Pippen? No. <laughs> is it Luke Longley? <laughs> I don't even know who that we is. We only know people. I, yeah. Like the only celebrity, I mean, athlete I can name. His name is Eric Lindros, and it's because he played hockey when I was in first grade, and everybody was obsessed. I with work him. in his house. Turk Wendell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, him too. Okay. Okay. All right. We'll get He's Randy a Brown. We're <laughs> Sorry, Eric Lindros. Whoever you are, Turk Wood. Eric Lindros has a huge ass Lindros. in my head. <laughs> it's Lindros, not Lindros. Lindras. 
<laughs> and he's a hockey player, so yeah. No, in my head, he's a baseball player, and he's got one of those huge badongadongs. <laughs> oh, badong. Okay. Okay. He wears the chubbies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you are so knowledgeable with I our I think Epis. we should host a sports podcast. I think it'd be fun to just speculate. Yikes. I love that. The who's who of baseball. Um... <laughs> um Wait, okay, yeah. So now we have to get to the Duns because, honey, we just have to. Melissa, what's the first thing you're done with? I'm done with shishito peppers. <gasps> Wait, this is a very hot take from a chef. Um, I'm over them. I'm so done. Wow. They're I feel on like every they're menu. just hitting the menus. Oh, see, the I, Brussels felt like, sprouts. I felt like, I they feel are. like they were so hot in like 2016. Oh my god! I'm like, such a loser. Them. Wait, so, and I everyone loves to say this when they're eating shishito peppers. <gasps> I got a hot one. Did you know one in every ten, ten is hot? Is hot. <laughs> I was so that was Psycho. the only thing I had to say about shishito peppers, and Betsy just robbed me of it. So is it real? It that is real. <laughs> How hot I, are they? Um, they're like jalapeno hot, but only one out of ten. So like that's yeah, but the you thing. get ten. It's sort that's of the thing you get ten. You get like thirty, but and they're like but it's so. Like, it's like they're blistered. Or who came up? Who was the first chef to do yeah, it? And then I everyone's like, know. "Let's do this with I like know, a mayonnaise." I wish they would call up right now so I could tell them to fuck off. Wait, that's yeah. Get them, girl. Wait, no, it's so bad. What if you have a what if they're LeBron, charging like thirteen or yeah, fourteen dollars yeah. for peppers that you throw on a grill? Can oh we? Can they we don't all like please get them? real? Yeah. No. What? No, but that's what we're used to paying for around here. Like we'll buy water, like (laughs) for fourteen. If it's in front of me, I'll pay for it. Wait, (laughs) why do they serve the creamy dressing with it? I think because if you get the hot one, you need something creamy. I'm not saying I don't like the way they taste. They're all right. It's a trend that you're like, can we stop with this? Like, I don't understand how it even got there. I like that you're saying this because I have to say something. I've been like pressured into being like, yeah, let's get the shishito peppers. But like, they don't taste like much. And then you have grilled. It's like the 2018 (laughs) version of like roasted red peppers. (gasps) Oh, my God. She's right. (laughs) I bet you She's love right. <laughs> wait. Can you wait. imagine ordering roasted red peppers? Ugh. No, but And I... dipping a slimy <laughs> thing into a slimy thing? No, but I like shishito peppers, and I have to say this. The place where I used to work fried them. Because they're like... That's what you do, because then you can you dip do? it. Okay. No, but no one else fries them. Everyone else is just like, here's 10. One is hot. <laughs> like, good luck finding it. And, and it... if it is hot, here's some, like, mayonnaise sauce. So what would you rather <laughs> see? Because I think Brussels Anything sprouts. Are, else. I'm overseeing those on menus too. Me too. Um, I love Brussels sprouts. Um, I love the idea of grilled carrots. A grilled mm, carrot is or, so underrated. Really? And I feel like that goes just as well. I mean, I don't want to see that on every appetizer menu yeah. everywhere I go for 15 bucks. I think people think shishito peppers are exotic. Well, they are they from originally from backyard. Japan. Just right. kidding, they don't. But <laughs> she, I was, I was wondering if that was Japanese. They are. Did you see them everywhere? No, nowhere. No, it's because we're taking all. Of yeah, them. <laughs> Japan has no vegetables left, according to Betsy. <laughs> Literally <laughs> not. And also, no, apparently nobody shits either. No, 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 no. You're not going to do that. Any of my Western friends who have gone to Japan, nobody shits. Can I ask you about 
the humble onion. I feel like that should be the main course on more <laughs> menus. An onion? I onions Blumen. are... <laughs> well, that it was a beautiful way to present that an onion. Love. <laughs> Love me a blooming onion. I mean, but it doesn't. <laughs> sure, it's trashy now because it's been like appropriated by like, you know, roadside <laughs> fine mediocre dining, but an onion is like sweet and like in your face. It's more interesting than a shishito. Mm-hmm. But shishitos are so cute and it's such an easy thing to share with friends. <laughs> I like them. And I'd, I'd rather foods. see I'd rather see jalapeno an onion? poppers. I love and those some too. like well, I know you do. Of course you do. <laughs> and you like spicy pepper, I'll eat it. But also shishito peppers are like front row at Whole Foods now in the bag. Of course they are. Oh, in the bag. And I saw yeah. Ryan had those. And because yeah. Ryan had yeah. those, I was like, I have to have them because it's a trend. <laughs> and then I put them back because I was they like, suck. I don't cook with these. Yeah, unless... we don't either. And it's just, those, all of them are hot. Oh. It's not a one in ten sitchy. So what do you think is worth $15 that you would see on a menu? Something that you would never want to cook? Like, what's something that you're like, oh, this is a good app? Nothing. Chips and dip. I like that as an appy. Chips and dip? What? I don't know why I said that. It was what just on my <laughs> That's like in fourth grade. My mom was like, what kind of snacks do you want? And I was like, <laughs> chips and dip, like sour cream and onion. You fucking idiot. My <laughs> yeah. friends are coming over. Prep it up. <laughs> yeah. And my mom would just buy like the Lay's one you open. And it's yeah, like That's Russian what I wanted dressing. my mom to buy. You want the Fritos and the Russian dressing Lay's stuff. I didn't mess with Fritos. Well, I only said that because I thought you liked them. <laughs> okay, fine. Fine. What? You don't I, have you to know, answer. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to. But hmm. um, really anything but that. Wow. Okay. Okay. Um, at my restaurant, they used to be $7. I think that's fair. Okay. All right. That's but I fair. paid 20 The reason why I put it on my original list was the last place we went, they were 13. And That's... I was just like... Where? I forget where I was. In Brooklyn? I think I, was in, I think I was in Manhattan. I need to ask you about Brooklyn dining culture because I think it's gone crazy. Crazy these... good? Or just crazy, crazy? crazy? Like in, in our neighborhood, cocktails are 15 or 16. That's crazy. And entrees are like 18 to 24, 25. And that just feels like a lot. That used to be like, let's no, go. 18 to 24 is low end. Like, well, you're eating vegan. Everything else is like 40. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? It's crazy. Yeah. It's like every hip place. You're like, I don't even know if this is good, but it has like mid-century decor. <laughs> so I think it might be yeah. good. Well, the only thing I can say about that is when I owned a restaurant uh, in the early 2000s, in then this was in New Jersey in Red Bank. Um, the cheapest entree on my menu was sixteen, wow. and that was due solely to, you know, the cost of food and the lease. Mm. So, I oh. would basically attribute it to the fact that it's probably just very expensive to lease a restaurant here. Totally. That makes sense. And are most restaurants here um, not n like no tip? No, no, there's a few, though. So it's like they break off and kind of do their own rogue thing. Yeah. OK. There's a couple that'll scam you into no tipping and then tipping on top. I won't name names, but oh, yeah. I'm pissed. Those fuckers. I'll name names. Say yeah, it. do it. Pa 
uh, I don't know what's the called. springs <laughs> the on springs. Green Street in in Greenpoint is a new like Palm Spring themed bar. A PBR is like eight dollars. Wait, what's what's Palm Springs like, like gay? No, like like hot pink flamingo, mid century, like seventies, verging on tiki, like tiki adjacent. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's like super cute and like Instagrammable. They their sign out set outside says, "Like come in for your most liked Instagram pic ever" or something lame like that. Like they pride themselves on it. Yowzers. Mm-hmm. And they said they didn't tell us tip was included, and we tipped and anyway. Did, like the receipt. The receipt was like, "Shh, you tipped already." Yeah. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Anyways. And they don't have it on the menu? <clears throat> no. That's fucked Maybe. up. I don't know. I don't know. We didn't look. There's not a menu. Right. It's like just a bar. Um, we have to move on to that number two. That was a good two, one. That was we'll controversial. Because we'll go forever. <laughs> Guys, Lola is a female-founded company, which is great, offering a line of organic cotton tampons, pads, and liners. And now they also offer sex products, too. I got Lola tampons delivered to my house. First of all, which was amazing because I live in a big apartment building. (laughs) And I found the box there with my name on it. They are amazing. I feel like I don't have chemicals in my body because I know they don't. And they're just amazing. They're comfortable. No chemicals for me. Um, The delivery was super easy. And, you know, I love it. It's crazy when you run out of tampons. It's the worst feeling ever that you have to go get tampon so having them delivered to you through a subscription is great and knowing that there's nothing naughty in them is better you don't realize what's going on in other tampons yeah you know we love we hate naughty stuff uh, famously you and I hate naughty things it's not I especially hate tampons in paper packaging no offense if you use or no packaging at all no offense if you use <laughs> but these come in a great little uh plastic recyclable uh applicator yeah applicator and like what's the thing like the little bag it's in yeah you don't feel gross opening them and you don't feel gross sticking them up like and let's be honest that's where they're going yeah that's where they're going so we feel good about receiving them we feel good about using them and I just Dara I have to say I think Lola is for me And the founders of Lola which are two women started their company with a simple and seemingly obvious idea Women shouldn't have to compromise when it comes to feminine care products. A lot of people don't realize that unlike all the other major brands, Lola products are 100% natural and easy to feel good about. There's no BS mystery fibers or doubts about what they're using in their tampons. Plus, Lola products come in a simple, customizable subscription. Lola will deliver exactly what you need, exactly when you need it. You can choose your mix of products, mix of absorbency, number of boxes, and frequency of delivery lola subscription is super flexible and you can change skip or cancel your subscription at any time a subscription to tampons is truly ingenious um and now lola offers sex products made with women in mind like condoms lube and wipes 
Yeah, Lola makes ultra-thin lubricated condoms that are made out of natural rubber latex and individually tested for contraception and STI protection. And Lola's personal lubricant is hypoallergenic, like your dog, made with 95% organic ingredients and perfectly mimics natural feminine moisture and maintains a healthy pH balance. Yeah, and you can feel good about your purchase because for every single purchase, Lola donates feminine care products to homeless shelters around the U.S. That's amazing. Amazing. So go get your Lola today for 40% off, which is insane. 40% off all subscriptions. Visit mylola.com and enter promo code DONE when you subscribe. Yeah, we're not lying here, folks. We said 40% off of all subscriptions. Visit mylola.com and enter promo code DONE when you subscribe. We call everything a scam. This is not. Not a scam. So (laughs) don't be a fool, honey. Bye, Lola. And what's your number two, Donna? My number two is the word lady boss. Or putting really anything lady or she. Mm, Um, There's one that's trademarked that I don't think I should be knocking, but like, did you say? Girl boss? Yeah. Oh, that's a trademark. Right, right, right. Um, Which I think started the trend. Mm -hmm. However, um, I don't think it's cute. I mm-hmm. don't see you don't see guys walking around the financial district 30 I'm years old. I'm a boy old. boss. <laughs> I'm a PCO. Oh, Gross. PCO oh is she CEO is something women are actually saying. She EO. She she EO. It's yeah. hard to say. Oh it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing to even say like I felt flushed yeah, me even too. just saying it out loud. Uh, it's not cute. It's not empowering. I can understand how you think it is because we're so used to like our, our language has binary. Our language has gendered. Yeah. So we're learning it knowing that our language is gendered. So when we're thinking of boss or we're thinking of CEO, we immediately inherently are thinking that it's a man thing. So mm-hmm. boss is automatically this guy in a boardroom mm-hmm. smoking a cigar. Totally. It's not anything feminine or what we've been like taught. And um that's we so need to creepy. we need to speak in the same way that we want to we want it to be received in a way that's don't call yourself a, a lady boss. Just don't do it. Um, It's time for us to start saying all the things that we feel, Mm -hmm. and that's great. Um, But I think it's taking a step backward Mm -hmm. by already over-gendering language by saying, like, Mm she-e-o. She-e-o. It's so bad. It's so bad. And I'm 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 the she-e-o here. Everyone sit down. Sit your asses down on the CEO. Numbers are down. (laughs) Vaginas are up. It is also weird, like saying it is always strange, but I don't. I've done it. I know. I've done it. I've done like hashtag lady chef. I've done it. It's now not anywhere in my world. Um. I'm and also, you I are in a male-dominated world, right? Or is that true? I don't know why I said that. I, mean, I think no, it's true. It's, what's so fucked up about We're the food industry? Male... True. This is like, and and not speaking this way is a way to disengage from this 
kind of patriarchal structure of like what we're aligning ourselves with. Uh-huh. I don't want to align myself with a CEO. Mm-hmm. Right. It's also like, so if this, if the, if the baseline is the patriarchy and then like the CEOs like rocket through the like tinfoil that is the patriarchy, like they're the ones getting, they're like breaking through it instead of like everyone in it together. You know what I mean? Yes. It's just like the wrong attitude, even though it's very in 2012, it was like a different thing. Mm-hmm. Like, and I was read everywhere that in 2012. I, I read um, Girl Boss. Yeah. Uh, something. Amorosa. Uh, Amorosa. I forget. No. That, yeah. That's her last name. I can't remember her. The eBay name. turned nasty girl. Yeah. Yeah. Nasty. Nasty, nasty gal. gal. Nasty gal. Um, now defunct nasty gal. Really? Um, recently. Yeah. And the TV <clears throat> show. Um, podcast even, I think, or a podcast studio. Um, I read that book and there was some very valid points and things that women need to be thinking about. And you're right. 2012 was a different world. Mm -hmm. Um, and we just need to be more mindful about what we're saying. And I think choosing Lady Boss, maybe not the thing we should be choosing. Right. Also, can you imagine like a woman in front of a, like a, a, a woman CEO and being like, and by the way, you can refer you can refer to me as Lady Boss. It's just like so strange to think about. Hashtag Lady Boss. <laughs> and like you're coming out to Katy Perry. You're gonna hear me roar. Like it's just so overgendered. Go girls. But there's like there's also the other side of it. Like I worked for a brand called Makers for a while and we covered um trail trailblazing groundbreaking women. And like the early women. Um, we did like these tiny documentaries for each one and then there was like the PBS documentary but the early women who were like groundbreakers like the older generations like they they there was no mention of like girl boss or lady boss like no. they were truly like they had to speak a man's language of course and then like it shifts like in this other direction because third little. wave feminism is like reclaiming certain and like it's like reclaiming cunt or reclaiming pussy uh-huh. right mm-hmm. and instead of it but it's being different i think right because that feels it's more it's... powerful still being like taking something that's like and still making it like overly effeminate and making it like childish isn't the same as being like like pussy hats which exactly. is like almost so, grotesque and like empowering you totally know? and there's some type of infantilization about being like i'm a i'm a sh- i'm a, sh- I'm a sh- <laughs> she I keep saying it wrong. It's so <laughs> yeah. it, that's it, the biggest problem with it. You can't is say it. Rejecting me <laughs> yeah. being able to say it. I'm a CEO. It just seems so girl-like, mm-hmm. yeah, and pink, and <gasps> so no. I mean, like a whole. Well, I get it. A lot of these, it's like, not, also there's a yeah, lot of here both in pink. Oh, yeah, we never are. <laughs> there's like all of these new. Um, there's like a lot of like feminist store type things of like you know they sell like heat chains and like uh uh like female author books like everything but the whole the thing is the whole store is like very pink and everything in it is pink but it'll say like there's like power on a keychain and i'm like wait (laughs) but it always is like look we're girly but we have a message it's like the best type of feminist is to be like perfectly graphically designed and like instagramable with like some succulents and like time's up 
but like in a pretty font. Yeah, you know? like the wing, the female workspace the is all wing. pink. It's like pink. Right? I wish the wing was my home. I know. I don't even know what the that wing. is. It's like it's 4K. We work, but for like women. Cool. But it's really pink. Yeah. Oh, and really is that expensive. St- um, started by Busy Phillips? No. no. Or maybe she's an investor, but it's Audrey Gelman, Lena Dunham's BFF. Right. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I didn't know um, that. Busy Phillips did one too. Um, she's cute. That's based in LA. <gasps> but I called her cute. I don't that's think weird? that's the same. Okay. I think it's slightly weird, but I don't think it's <laughs> even in the same league. Thank you. You're you're Wait, very welcome. Can we always go? speak in sports terms? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's my wheelhouse. No, <laughs> that's like the only sports <laughs> term I know. Can we go back that's to a sports? home run. <laughs> What's the scoreboard? boy. <laughs> um top of the lineup. Um wait, so back to the cooking industry, the food industry. What's always blown my mind is that food was always like like the woman stays in the kitchen and like it's always been like the women who like have been given the role of like the kitchen and food and prep and that stuff and then it's such a male dominated world mm-hmm. like the actual business of it right um that's and all the chefs f- that's all f- blame france if you want to blame anybody what do you mean oh. um well that's like the my French- grandpa would always say blame france <laughs> <laughs> and i'm not i'm not saying france as a whole Culture, I I love French culture. Thank but, you. Most of our uh, listeners are <laughs> a la française. Uh, bonsoir. Whoa, whoa, way, 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 whoa, way. I'm on cold medicine and beer and Red Bull. Oh my God, I'm gonna die. <laughs> Take it easy. Je m'appelle Nadine. <laughs> ah, Melissa. Okay, so yeah, there. It started, I think, with. Um, French culinary culture started in like in a very um, you know there was a lot of like filial piety it was like this ranking there was one head guy and the rest of the people fall into ranks yes chef Mm -hmm. and that's it Mm -hmm. and there's been so many people who have written about the way that those ranks are and how damaging they can be to women, mm. um, to any person of color, to any any person um, who's not a white man. And that's something that I think all women coming into the field can understand, um, that they're up against something that is very much like the culture we live in, in like a microcosm. And I understand wanting to break through the glass ceiling of being the executive chef and having people say, yes, chef to you and running restaurants in the same way, just as a happening to be a woman and running it the same, except just like patriarchal culture, you have to completely take yourself out of what you've learned and what you're aligning yourself with and what ideals you want to be um giving to others when you're working or in your life or you know in the world and uh in order to do that you have to basically throw out what you know and start something new wow and lady boss is not starting something new it's adding on like this addendum or whatever would be the beginning 
of a Bruce and I were trying to figure out what the beginning thing is, like malintent or oh. defunct. Um, and I can't remember what it is and I didn't Google it, but adding something feminine onto a word that you already have learned as masculine is not breaking down any barriers. You're just adding some idea of of what you think it should be onto it. Mm-hmm. Something that already exists. Just like put it all aside. Like comedian mm-hmm. is obnoxious. It's it's, a gen- it's gendered language. It's insane. I even mm-hmm. call actresses, I never call them actresses. I say everyone's an actor. Right. Mm-hmm. But that, that only started recently mm-hmm. where we're calling all women actors mm-hmm. and all women comedians. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's something that happened in my 30s that I noticed. Yeah. It's and I'm like, 37. I mean, it hasn't been that long. Mm-hmm. Um, I love where it's headed, but I think um, adding more gender to language that we've already learned, like just make a whole new fucking word mm-hmm. or figure right. it the fuck out, but don't add lady to the front of it. Mm-hmm. Okay, we need a new word. Okay, that was inspiring. What's- I know it was inspiring. Thank, Thank you. you. Yeah, chef. What is your third <laughs> done? Diet culture. <gasps> Getting heavy here. I like that you're like food focused or yes. like peripheral. Well, working Talk as a personal us. chef, people just automatically assume that I know about all these diets. Uh-huh. What are people saying to you right now? <laughs> Paleo. It was last year and the year before Whole30, mm-hmm. which I support. If you find what works for your body... I support that. Um, diet culture worships thinness and it equates it with health and moral value. So like the thinner someone is, just inherently we think that they are better in some way. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> the diet culture, it, it wears all different types of faces. It's been many things over many different decades Uh, many different generations, Um, but it's a form of oppression and dismantling it is like totally essential to like break free from that. And right now it's like wellness. So it's like detoxes and self-care. I like the term self-care because you're reclaiming care for yourself, Mm -hmm. Uh which I think is necessary. I also think that eating healthily is necessary. Um, cleanse but overly cleansing cleansing. the wellness diet is not (laughs) it's not for everyone and your health is not just because you're thin I have a this is a good anecdotal little story so my best friend um her husband was in the public sphere um he was a lead singer of a band and he was going through a lot emotionally and physically and um, gained some weight. And then after a while of being in the public sphere, lost a ton of weight due to um, just some personal stuff um, and physical ailments that he was not in control of. Everyone near him was like, you look so good. You look so good. And it's, it's not just women. It's everyone. Yeah. Totally. When someone says like they did the whole 30, you're like, 
oh yeah, you look great. And it's just like, cause you think, oh my God, they lost weight. They must, that looks great. Instead right. of like, oh, I went on a diet and I, or like I changed my eating habits. I gained weight, but I feel great. People would be like, huh? It's so <laughs> the opposite of everything we've been like taught. Well, it's the parameter in which we look at people's mental and emotional health too. Like if we mm-hmm. see that somebody's gained weight, we automatically are like, what's going on with them? Yeah, right. Um, which isn't necessarily true. Mm-hmm. Um, I know plenty of thin people who are the most unhealthy people I know. Oh, totally. Um, I just... Going back to what I was saying before, it's important to be really strategic and intentional when it comes to the people and ideas and entities in which we're aligning in this world. If we decide to align ourselves with something like this thinness is somehow better, it's it's really harmful. It's not mm-hmm. just, and it's not... The thing is, I have a son. He's 14. And, um, you know, the way you see things and the way I talk about myself, if I've ever been like, oh, I'm so fat, I hate this or I hate that, um, feeling or being fat is not a feeling. That's not a feeling. Mm -hmm. You can feel stuffed. You can feel like you ate too much. But fat is just a derogatory term that someone else uses to describe someone. Mm -hmm. Um, It's adipose tissue. It's not a thing. And it shouldn't be demonized. And the way we talk about ourselves as parents or the way we talk about ourselves as girlfriends or boyfriends or partners is not in a vacuum, right? So if I talk about how I feel about my own fat parts or how I feel about my skin or how I feel about myself on the outside and break that down, that ex- that doesn't exist in a vacuum. Other people can hear that and they they in turn are like, well, if she hates her own body, then how does she feel about my body, mm-hmm. especially my son or my partner? So being really mindful about like not aligning yourself that diet culture is, I'm just, I'm done. (gasps) Done. Done. Super done. (laughs) I love that you end every done with your own song. (laughs) How do you balance diet culture with like healthy eating? Well, I think that eating intentionally is like How do you find your thing and what works? I think the best way to do that is to really like get quiet with yourself and know what's best for you and disordered eating, eating disorders um, come from not listening to ourselves. We're feeling some type of external pressure. We have something inside of us that we need to control Mm-hmm. And disordered eating is just one of the many faces of like not feeling in control. It's the face of something that like can take on many different forms in your life. And I I would say the best way to figure out what you should be eating is to listen to your body. 
If you're eating something and you know it makes you feel terrible, either go to the doctor, talk to somebody that you trust, like really listen to your body. And if you think that something that you're eating isn't good for you, then don't eat it. Mm -hmm. You know, and I know that it's not that simple. You know, I've had disordered eating and I've had to be hospitalized. Mm -hmm. So I understand that it's. Um, it's an addiction mm -hmm. in some ways, but addiction has so many facets. Totally. So if it's not the eating disorder, it will be something else. So you need to figure out like what that is. It's not the food. It's not the food. Mm -hmm. And the most fucked up thing is that they are diseases of culture. Like this doesn't right. exist in other cultures. Right. So sad. It's so sad. And every woman I know is like has at some point in their life felt like has felt like an eating disorder of some sort. Of Absolutely. Like, in junior Every high, I used to like be I like, know. I won't eat all day. Me and too. then I'll go home and eat. Like be why everyone was I around doing me that? did that. Mm -hmm. I remember like in high school at one point, every single girl had a problem and they had to have a talking to with everyone because it was like like spread like crazy around the school is like, oh my God, we can't we can't eat. Now we don't eat. We all have to be as skinny as we can be. It was so it's so sad when I think about little girls dealing with that. Mm -hmm. And I think about the the first time I didn't eat on purpose. I think about the first time that I threw up. Mm -hmm. Um and I think about where it all came from, like this disordered eating. And it comes from the same place that, um, you know, we listen to these outside sources instead of listening to ourselves. And it's hard to maintain any type of, there's no way to maintain a diet, like an actual diet. There's no way to maintain weight loss forever mm -hmm. like your body is made to be a certain size and everybody's different mm -hmm. everybody totally um get abs like mine i know like <laughs> people who just have abs <laughs> or like get an ass like this <laughs> right right like and they're selling body features totally or when i get a bathing suit in the mail and it does not like it look like it looked on the lady in the catalog honey I'm like, I'm like okay well it doesn't fit me like it fits her and I get so PO'd but I'm like well that lady's six foot five it doesn't have a vagina and has a Barbie vagina <laughs> yeah oh. that changes everything which I am happy to know you can switch not yeah. switch but <gasps> you can anyways yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whew. wow what was that last done diet, diet culture, culture. Yeah, we're living it every day. Ugh. Also, everything I think that I'm on top of, like I thought Whole30 was new, is so it's, old news for you. Well, all of these <laughs> all of these diets, though, are just Older different diets. forms of something else. Totally. Uh -huh. And I'm not saying the Whole30 isn't good for people. Totally. In, in and of itself, you know, giving up grains and certain things that are really harmful to some people. Mm-hmm is can be really good for people yeah figuring out what feels right like right. figuring out what doesn't make you feel sick it's is mostly the great. wellness 
the the new face of diet culture that has me all types of it's pretty it's packaged it's pretty it's packaged you don't have to read a lot you can see it on your instagram when when people say drink this it'll rid you of all the toxins in your body you do that to me all the time or what or bouncing back after having babies like a snapback how people talk about pregnancy bots it's so fucked Holy you just shit. carried a child into the world. And this country does not give a fuck about the trauma that happens to women's bodies. Absolutely not. I've, anyway, you slice it or have it vaginally. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. The recovery. And now they're and selling, what is it called? What, what the Mommy makeover? Like, you can get these three surgeries at once. Like, Bethany, she had hers yeah. after. Did you Who? tell me that? No. Bethany Frankel. <laughs> we love I might have dreamt this she like had her tummy tuck as soon as she had a, her cesarean I've heard this and too. I'm gonna do that. <laughs> I mean Can that's you so much trauma that? to put on your body yes it's crazy what? Oh. wow mm-hmm. yeah the the bouncing the trying to bounce back uh, she, she bounced back snap back um I mean, there are women that are within like two or three weeks wanting to go back to uh, whatever exercise class they were doing or whatever. And the bottom line is it's just not it's not healthy. Yeah, I want to exercise at all. If when I get pregnant, I need to start exercising now. Of oh, course yeah. you do. Because, you can't yeah. just, you can't <laughs> just go in. They're into, like, don't do anything you weren't doing before. And right. I'm like, shit. <laughs> like, I want to. <laughs> like, I can't, like, even stretch. I'll, like, go into labor. <laughs> Dara actually does love, like, 80s workouts. Yeah. Which I love. Did you? Wait, how old are you? I, I won't say on this pod. Okay. But we'll t- we'll reveal after it. Way I probably older have said on this pod. I, I feel like at some point I you did say. I've said a thousand times. Okay. <laughs> I don't know why. I'm not even. That's like, fine. Who cares? Um, the twenty. Twenty I years old. I was born old. in nineteen. Stop. I was what born in nineteen ninety eight. I was gonna say uh, Alyssa Milano's workout. You need to if you don't know what I'm talking about. I'm, you need I'll to Google do anything it. for that woman after she what she did for Kavanaugh. Alyssa Milano had uh, it was called Teen Steam Workout. <laughs> It was all pastels. It was yep. like lavender and light pink. I'm talking like it was amazing. Fucking bangs to hear. Oh yeah, so amazing. I love. I loved her. Loved I her. Love it. Teen Steam. What was I she actually big can in? sing the song right now. Sing it. No. <laughs> is um, it Teen Steam? We're on the Team Steam and train. Teen and then steam, steam comes out of her ears. Gotta let it out. Gotta let it out. Let your body move. I feel like I've heard this. It was my favorite. It was such a thing. I feel like I was about eight or nine. So it was probably 90, Uh 1990. That was, I I think, Who's the Boss was still, who's the boss? Yeah. Tony Danza, the Mm -hmm. show? Yeah. That was who's the boss? That was her. Who's the boss? Tony Danza's daughter. That's what she played. He wasn't a teen then? Wait, or like an no, uncle? No, Tony Danza was the dad. I don't remember him being the dad. Tony Danza's oh, no, he not was in the... enough right now. Oh, no. Tony Danza was the housekeeper. Yes, he was like yeah. the hot Alyssa nanny. Milano I was, the, was the daughter of somebody. I get who's the boss and Charles Growing in charge. Pain. 
Charles in charge was uh, what's his name? Like he looks like him. Their hair, sort of, yeah, dark hair. But Tony Danza was like, a, I mean, I guess he was probably my age, but like when I was young, I thought he was like fifty. Yeah, but I don't think he was fifty. Um, he could wear a pair of jeans. That guy. <laughs> he oh could. my god! Please. Okay, look nice in duns, the dungarees. A dungaree. These duns <laughs> were amazing and heartfelt, and we had some really good conversations. And now we we're going to call a very special expert. Lincoln Bohm, my husband, who's been begging to be on the show forever. <laughs> Hello? Lincoln! <laughs> Hi, Lincoln! Hi, Lincoln! Hey, how's it going? How are you? <laughs> it's going better now that we have you on the line. All right, well, I'm excited. Um, we're really excited to have you as our I don't judge. know why I'm like nervous and folding I know, paper Dara's right like now. <laughs> playing with a paper towel because she's nervous. So we have Melissa here. She's going to give you her three duns. You can give a little explanation about them. And then Link, you're going to tell us the thing you're, you think Melissa should be the most done with. All right. I'm ready to go. You ready to go? Okay. Um, so the first thing, I'm totally done with shishito peppers. On restaurant menus, <laughs> your wife okay. is like I'm nervous about around. each and every one of these dots. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Done. Done. Oh, do you want to just hear them in succession? Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and I'm done with the term "lady boss." Um, it's so not stop describing people like that, Lincoln. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Lincoln's vows were um, just like I can't wait to marry my lady. <laughs> She's my CEO. CEO. Stop using that. Um, it's not cute. It's not empowering. It's uh, gross. I'm done. Um, done with diet culture as it pertains to wellness, the wellness diet, and all that mm-hmm. stuff. And that's and about those are it. three. Those are three things that mm-hmm. I'm done with. All right. Well, so. I would I would assume that Dara's probably mentioned uh, with regards to the shishito peppers that I'm going to be a staunch advocate for them. Okay. Uh, so Wait. that one, that he one, I, 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 I can't get behind. Okay. I just can't can get we, behind. Can we talk for one second about why? It's because they're I, like, they're, they're like easy to share with your friends. That's what I Betsy think, said. You're so rude. You're like, because it's fun to share. No, here's, here's what I will say. Okay. I, I think I think that with with regards to vegetables, getting an appetizer that's vegetable-based is kind of a pain to, like, figure out how to share. And shishito peppers are, like, a healthy version of, like, french fries or something, or at least pseudo-healthy. <laughs> and that's why I'm into sauce. them. Like, you know, they come with, like, that, like, really good, like, aioli, like, mayo sauce with some stuff. <laughs> it's just, like, it's, it's just a fun time, you know? Like, when you're eating shishito peppers, and even the worst... And what's the fun fact? What is the fun fact? The fun fact? What do you mean? One out of ten is hot? What? Oh, oh, you mean, like, that they're not actually spicy in any way? They are not. One out of ten. Did you know that, Link? 
one out of oh, ten I, did, I had no idea i didn't i don't know that i've ever actually gotten one and felt like real heat you know what i mean from it mm-hmm. but i just think like i just think i love when they put like a little like you get that like lemony citrus <laughs> and salt on there and then you get the char and it's just like it's a great melange of flavors. <laughs> we get it. You're not done with shishito okay, peppers. Okay. I'm not done the with next... shishito peppers. I I'm feel not like done with you shishito knew peppers. it was shishito peppers. The melange. <laughs> I'm not done with shishito peppers. In fact, I think that they're one of the safer appetizers to order at a restaurant. Noted. Because I, I, I agree. I would agree with you in saying that, like. You're never going to have mind-blowing shishito peppers. It's never going to be a 10, but you're also never going to have, like, a 1 shishito pepper. But how it's does always going to be in, like, the on? 4 to 6. Yeah, like, you know? don't you think it's weird dipping slime in slime? Uh... <laughs> I guess like you're right and that's one of that's one of the problems is that the the sauce doesn't really stick to the shishito pepper well enough like it doesn't have enough texture on the outside it's like to two like two non-polar right. things like you can't you know yeah but I think when they're cooked really properly they don't even need that dipping sauce like when you've got the acid and the the salt and everything but, you're just saying that because we saw the title of that like Netflix series called like salt acid fat oh yeah oh i i wasn't even thinking about that but i but maybe it was subconscious that's a great show by the way oh i want to watch it with (laughs) regards to the other two i can get on board i can get on board with both of the other two i think the one that stands out to me as like a glaring like we've got to be done with it is the lady boss like like my one critique of it would be that like I don't know. Is that is that something that people actually say on a common like like on a day to day basis? Yeah, like, in are, editorially, people will f- refer to women like as like this, this lady boss, yeah. this lady, this female CEO. Yep. Every mm-hmm. single time, because there's like I've four of them worldwide, so it is a thing. But <laughs> <laughs> also, I can I see like why that, you why you married like this guy. I, I'm, that's like that's a good litmus test for like who to, to never never talk to again in your life but is anybody that it. uses the phrase lady boss. What about lady boss. what if what if you guys got a new um, CEO at work? It was a woman, and your coworker turns to you and says, "Looks like there's a new CEO in town." <laughs> As in she, her. What yeah, would you say? Yeah, no, I got it. No, no, I like would probably <laughs> say. <laughs> I would I I would probably say something along the lines of like, hey man, like, you know, it's cool for you to talk that way to me, but don't say that out loud. You might get in trouble, you know. Link, that's a very good answer. Link, you're so Never. fucking woke, Link dude. Link would just be like, what? Okay. I do. I and, have. Wait, and he puts his hand up woman. for a high five. What would you do? My boss is a woman, and I feel like if I called her my lady boss, I would get fired. <laughs> It's so funny. I'm so glad you called him because that's something I didn't even think of until now that any man would never say that (laughs) to his boss. Like it's not empowering. But then we're walking around calling ourselves that. Yeah. Yeah. That's such a good point. What if she calls herself a good point, Lincoln? 
to be fair, I feel like I would probably get fired for calling like my male boss my man boss, but for different <laughs> reasons. Like, or boy they would boss. just be like, "This guy, this, this guy, this guy's got some red flags." You know, <laughs> let's cut the cable. <laughs> hey, okay. man! But boss. if it is a baby, if it is a baby, you have you to. have to say my baby. <laughs> Boss, it has boss to be a baby. boss baby. <laughs> That's what it is. You like, know what the lady boss thing reminded me of, though? And I don't know if you guys talked about this a little beforehand, but it reminds me a little of like a ladybug. Like, is it supposed to be a play on a ladybug? I think it's In- on some level an a subconscious kind of cutesy thing. Yeah, totally. Oh, for yeah. sure. Totally. But. But should we not be calling them ladybugs either? I know this has probably been but like touched on. But they such in, like, cute coats. Oh, in a and, bug's life. And yeah, in a bug's life, he goes, I'm not a lady. Oh, I, <laughs> I don't know if I've seen a bug's life. I don't life. know if he says that, but I think he did and it was in the No, trailer. he does. That's he like does, the whole right? thing. It's like it's a male ladybug and he's got like issues with yeah. the fact that he's a ladybug. I don't know. I think that the whole, I, I'm, I think that the gender stuff, you know, we got to kind of phase it all out. You know what I mean? The times mm-hmm. are getting a little more fluid. Wow. Yes, my woke ass husband. Dude. Yeah, I couldn't think yes, of a non-gender man. Thing. Yes, lady boss. No, partner. Partner. Woke ass uh, partner. Partner's so boring. Um, okay, how's Oakley? Uh, she's good. She's, uh, you know, just lying on the ground barking at dogs in commercials. That's my lady boss. <laughs> Lincoln, thank you um, so much. Thanks, Lincoln. Yeah, no problem. You're the All best. Right. Bye. Have a good rest of the show. Okay, bye. Bye. Oh, my God. And his initials are Lady Boss. Lincoln yeah, Ball. LB. LB, in case you didn't know. <laughs> wow. That um, was a conspiracy waiting to happen. <laughs> well, this is your life now that you're done with Lady Boss. I love it. Sorry. It it's good. It's all of us are done. Yeah. So done. Wow. Just thinking about it. Like, mm-hmm. it's different now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, thanks for having me on. Oh, my God. I love that I you're am- ending the show. <laughs> well, I uh, get it. Honey, we'll tell you when you can go. You're stuck here forever. And also, my eyes were closed again. So that really. She was just taking me. a moment <laughs> yeah. to just really Melissa soak saw Betsy in. sleeping and then was like, I need to leave. Just soaking in the I'll moment. I'll see myself out. <laughs> okay, folks. Um, wow. Thank you. Thank you. We're going to tell everyone to hit you up for personal chefing. And I am cooking for Betsy yeah. and their family. Yeah. So you get to eat my my food really soon. It's like this coming week. week. Let's pretend we've never met. And then uh, in the middle wait, of dinner. Wait, do I have to pretend wait, I never I met, met you r- before? Do wait, I, you look familiar. <laughs> <laughs> wait, when I come in the house, I have to pretend I, I don't know Ryan or Kim either. Yep. Yep. I think okay. it'd be funny if you wore like a trench coat and like a, a Carmen San Diego hat. Oh yeah. Like so no, no one knew who you were. That was the plan all along. Um I can't wait. I'm really excited. Me too. Cool. I can't wait either to sit Stay on my ass. Stay out of it. <laughs> Leave us alone. <laughs> okay, everyone, please buy Bong Appetite. It's a beautiful book. Yeah, follow Melissa on Insta or um just watch my stories and maybe you'll see her. Yeah, you guys subscribe to Done the podcast on Apple Podcasts. Is or, that what it's called? Yeah, yeah, on Apple Podcasts Forever Dog. Yeah. Tell your friends, tell your lovers, leave a comment, leave a likey, poopy. Yeah. Um, thanks, guys. Thanks, thanks guys. Thanks, Bats. Thanks, thanks, Emma. Emma. Thanks, Bye. Emma. Bye. Forever. Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. 
Done is produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, Alex Ramsey, and Emma Foley. Music by Brooks Allison. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.